It's the Donna Sugar Show. Oh, yes. It's, it's everything. It's everything. It's high heel shoes. It's makeup. It's wigs. It's, it's video games. It's movies. It's, it's Dungeons and Dragons and World of Warcraft. It's, it's about me. The podcast is about me. You should know this. You downloaded the Donna Sugar Show. Yes. Oh, God. This voice. I, I sound like the author. Yes. Oh, I need a nap. Well, hello, darlings. This is Donna Sugars. Yes. And welcome to the Donna Sugars Show. Oh, yes. Welcome back to another week of my podcast. Um, I have, I, I was talking to Scott. Okay, so Scott heard my intro last week when I'm like, I should say something more. Um, and he said, your intro does all that for you. Like, stop overthinking this. I do that. I do that. Over, you have no idea. Um, my roommate's sitting next to me. He's heard this intro four times because I've stopped, deleted, and re-recorded it multiple times um, because that's how my crazy is. So <laughs> this is it. This is what you're getting. So I hope I don't like screw up and say something terrible. Uh, so I've had the most blah week. <laughs> like nothing. Like I, have you ever had a week so boring that you've forgotten days? Like days. I don't remember Tuesday. I know that it happened. Uh, I know that I still have a job, so I obviously did that correctly. Um, I think I played World. Of, I know. I know I played World of Warcraft after. Um, but um, other than that, completely blah. It's been a kind of a stressful week. Monday was so like nothing. Like I did nothing on Monday because it's a holiday. Um, what else am I gonna do? Uh, so <laughs> uh, my roommate came back uh, from his trip, and. So now, so now I'm not alone in the building. I had that scary moment. I really did. I had that scary moment where I'm like, wow, there's nobody here. Um, yeah, because no one from uh, our neighbor's uh, family has come to, like, I don't know, pack the house up. But I know it's still, it's still recent. Give them time. Um, but other than that, like, I was just, I had a weird weekend where I'm like, okay, it's just me. I'm home alone. Um, now I'm completely fine. And so I, I have these distinct memories. Like, I remember talking to my roommate. I remember making chicken nuggets. <laughs> I remember playing World of Warcraft. I remember talking to the gayish boys in the chat room. Other than that, complete blank. I recorded a podcast and posted it yesterday and completely blank. I remember Sarah Palin. You never have those, but this is, that's the kind of week you have. Like when I think about it, I can like force myself to remember, but honestly, when it's so boring that you don't want to remember, that's, that's the week I'm having. So, uh, um, I had a pretty, I think we have a pretty good two minutes of news. Let's jump right into that. I, I, I've been working on a bumper for it. I, you guys have no idea the joy it's been, I've been having in making bumpers. It's so stupid how much fun I've been making. I just, I just like making bumpers now. Uh, so we'll do that. We'll do some recap, and then I have got all kinds of things to chat about. So let's go right into... Oh, I, I was about to do it. I was about to do the two minutes of news. Yes, but that's what the bumper's for, stupid. Okay, moving on. You rock! <laughs> two minutes of news! Yes! A gender reveal party in San Bernardino, California over the weekend has resulted in a fire consuming over 10,000 acres of land and is still raging four days later. My favorite quote, stop setting California on fire to tell people about your kids' genitals. 
Six months after coronavirus hit Bergamo, one of Italy's earliest epicenters, nearly half of the survivors still have not recovered. Many face breathing difficulties, lung scarring, blood clotting, and inflammation issues. Game of Thrones actress Dame Diane Riggs has died at the age of 82. Most well known for playing Lady Orlena Terrell of Game of Thrones, she has one of the best mic drops in the history of the show with, I want her to know it was me. Okay guys, I'm going to try and do this and not laughing. Five boats sank during a boat parade in support of President Trump at Lake Travis in Austin, Texas this past <laughs> Okay, pull yourself together. Novak Djokovic has been disqualified from the US Open after accidentally hitting a line judge in the throat with a ball. The woman is okay. Grandpa Munster, I mean Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, is butthurt because his favorite film, The Princess Bride's cast, is getting together for a cast reunion to help Wisconsin Democrats. Denver, Colorado had an extreme weather change this week, going from a 101 degrees on Saturday to 32 degrees on Wednesday. How do you pack for a vacation like that? A mother calls 911 to get help with her 13-year-old son who's on the autistic spectrum, and the cops come and shoot him. There's no joke there. That's literally what the story is. Epic Games, the studio behind Fortnite, is helping the creators of Fall Guys Ultimate Knockdown with new software to help them combat cheaters who are hacking their way through the game. I knew that they were jumping higher and running faster than me. The 2010 hit show The Walking Dead is ending after its 11th season. 24 episodes spanning 2021 and 2022, culminating with a new spin-off, Carol and Daryl, Buddy Cop Adventures. A disorderly goat in Georgia takes over a cop car, headbutts the deputy, and eats all the paperwork. Now that's how you get out of a parking ticket. I'm surprised they didn't shoot it. Two minutes of news! Yeah. Okay, darlings. Well, there we go. Uh, so I, I hope you guys enjoy that bumper. Tell me what you guys think. Um, I have fun making those. They're kind of silly and stupid. Uh, so anyone who knows uh, California is on fire and Oregon is on fire. Uh, and so this is one of many fires. Um, anyone there, I mean, everyone I know is talking about how orange the sky is. Uh, to steal a joke from someone else, it's like Coco Montrese's highlight orange like it is orange like dorito orange uh so i'm enjoying that uh i, I saw the joke and i'm like no someone posted a meme and i'm like i'm stealing it i'm giving credit where credit's due uh so this is not the first article i have read about post uh coronavirus sickness and the effects on the lungs. They were talking about long-term lung damage as a result. So I, I hope that this is just affecting a small uh, population of maybe uh, of the people that were already at risk, but we will certainly find out, won't we? Um, as, as Italy was hit hard, but America, <laughs> we're a dumpster fire when it comes to our coverage of coronavirus. Yeah. So much more. Uh, so uh, Diana Riggs, uh, Dame, I'm sorry, Dame Diana Riggs, always want to, you have to, have to include the Dame. She worked hard for that. Um, she, she did more than just Game of Thrones. Uh, she was also um, in the Bo James Bond movie on Her Majesty's Secret Service from 1969. She portrayed Countess Tracy DiVincenzo. Um, she was also in the TV series The Avengers, where she was known for her distinct husky voice, and she played Emma Peel. So, <laughs> uh, so very sad, very sad to see her go. She had the best. I mean, it, right now, if you have not, if you're not a Game of Thrones person, I mean, it, it's it's okay. You don't have to be. I want you to right now go to Game of Thrones, Olena Terrell's 
final moments. So let me set the stage for you girls. Okay. Oh, hold on. Just in case you're that crazy person, I'm going to get an angry email. Hold on. I have spoiler, to warn spoiler, you. Spoiler. Hello. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. You've got your spoiler warning. Okay. So the one family that everyone fucking hates. So Joffrey's a dick. Joffrey's a young, crazy dick. And he's poisoned and he dies. And everyone's like, and they blamed his, his uncle for a while. They blamed all kinds of people. So the very end, her castle has been taken over. She's locked herself up in the highest room. She knows she's going to die. She's literally been handed a glass of wine with poison in it. And she's like, I want her to know it was me. And she goes into this monologue about how I didn't know the poison, how it, the poison worked. And oh, it's it's the greatest thing. And pretty much, and who she's talking to is she's talking to um, <laughs> Cersei's brother, who they're fucking. Oh God, it's girls. If you guys are not watching Game of Thrones, get into it because it's crazy. The last season's a little stupid, uh, but get, she's amazing. You have to get into this one moment. It is the greatest monologue. Just listen to the monologue, even without context. It's brilliant. She has so many of these great one-liners. She's absolutely amazing. Um, the other one that always uh, uh, makes me laugh, even though it's not re- it was a very sad moment when she said it, was, I n- uh, I've known a great many clever men. I've outlived them all. You know why? I ignored them. It's so good. Uh, so very sad to see her go. I'm not even going to mention Lake Travis Boat Parade. Uh, too funny. Um, so... I had to read all kinds of stuff. So about Novak Djokovic. So this is, uh, apparently this is not the first time he's gotten angry and thrown some shit. Um, He, I guess, likes to throw his rackets too. So you are immediately automatically disqualified from the competition. If you hit anyone with anything. Uh, So, I mean, I understand if it's like purely an accident, somebody didn't get out of the way, but like, what he did immediately got him disqualified and he tried to stick it out, but he's not. And it even went down to the fact that he had to return. He lost all of his points and I don't know what these points are from. Um, he lost his ranking points and he lost some of his prize money from, from the U S open. So, um, yeah, don't hit people with balls, especially in the throat. I mean, unless you're into that. I mean, I know Scott is, is angry at me for telling people that. Yeah, no, if if you're into that, go for it. Uh, so, uh, Princess Bride. <laughs> I love the Princess Bride. And I love that Ted Cruz is so butthurt about it. Um, I, I, what I always, I, I, I was thinking about is like, so if he listens anyway, does that mean he's supporting Wisconsin Democrats? And if I were the Wisconsin Democrats, I would totally be playing that up. <laughs> Thank you, Senator Ted Cruz, for supporting us. Um, I, I think that's funny. Uh, so I was I, I love playing the gayish. Boy, I love playing with the gayish boys over on World of Warcraft. Where we have a Discord. Uh, well, they've invited me onto their Discord, and we all chat and whatnot. And there's a gorgeous trucker. I will not name names. It's a gorgeous trucker um, who was in uh, Colorado talking about how freaking cold it was. And I'm trying to imagine my sinuses going for 101 degrees to 32 degrees in the matter of two days. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> I don't want to imagine that at all. Um, some stories are too sad to even go into. So I'm going, Oh, I'm skipping right over the 13 year old boy getting shot. Now I talked about fall guys. I love this game. We got hooked on it. I've been playing it every Saturday. 
Um, it's so fun. You, you're a jelly bean and you get to pick your outfits and pick your makeup. It's great. Uh, and you're in these kind of uh, 60 people are, are trying to get to the end of this obstacle course and you're playing with random strangers and your friends. Um, I know that there were people running faster than me. I'm like, there's no way we are running the same speed. And yeah, it's true. There are people that are hacking the game to make themselves run uh, uh, faster, jump uh, higher. Um, uh, there was one that my roommate was talking about where someone just made himself fly and he just flew over everything. It's like, fuck you guys. I'm not even going to run. I'm just going to fly. So luckily, Fortnite has a series of software that it um, sells out use of uh, to third parties that is going to help Fall Guys to fix some of those issues. So excited for that. No more cheating. It's like, no, you did not catch up to me and steal my tail. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. Um, Walking Dead. I am so behind on Walking Dead, and I feel like I need to get caught up. But then every time I start watching, I kind of like, oh, God, I can't watch this anymore. I think after after the bat incident, <laughs> I just can't, I, I, I tried. I really did. I tried, and I just couldn't get myself back into it. So I don't know. Uh, I'm sure that there are great storylines post that, but I just can't do it. So... Moving on. What's this? It's the internet. What's that? It's a big network and open forum that allows the expression of opinions where people have discussion with their different points of view. Yeah. So, um, internet. What have I been doing on the internet? Well, everything, because I pretty much live on it. It's it's my, yeah, it's kind of where the world happens right now. But what I will say is that there were some pretty great things I found this week that I want to discuss. First of all, <laughs> I'm getting into Doctor Who. Now, I will I will say right away, um, I have not watched Doctor Who since the Doctor changed to the current Doctor. And it is not because she was a woman. It was just because there was so much more in my life happening. And it was one of those things I'm like, I'll get to it eventually. Well, I finally got to it. Uh, and it's great. I, I'm, I'm shocked at... They're very, it's very pon uh, poignant. Every episode, like, has a message. And she's teaching life lessons. It's, I mean, it's showing, like, the, the burdens of pollution and, and, and hurting people. It just, it, it's so much deeper than it was before. I, I don't know if that's the purpose or if that's whoever's uh, in charge now, but I, I love it. I'm totally into it. And this week, the Dune trailer dropped. Now, I have I I don't know if I've made this clear on this show, but I will make it clear now. <laughs> okay. I have never been able to sit through that entire movie with the peach. So I get it that all of you have this weird fucking hard on for this boy uh who's who's playing the main character in Dune. Um that's fine. Uh Timothy Chalamant, whatever. Um, he's an attractive young man, but he's, he's, he looks like a child. <laughs> so, um, I had a tough time watching a movie where he's, I don't know, fucking a dude who's significantly older than him because it seemed a little, um, like this is illegal. Uh, so I, I just, I couldn't get through it. It was a very long movie. Um, but I think he's going to be great in Dune. Uh, this Dune so far, just from the trailer, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. There's some moments that I think... Are really good and now i love the original dune movie like i was all about it i was all about the remake that they did on uh on sci-fi like i'm all for this book series 
because this book series was really, really good and then got really fucking weird. And I am all for getting weird. Uh, so I'm excited to see what they're going to do with that. So um, if you haven't seen it, go see it because it's all everyone's talking about. It's great. <laughs> what is it? Call me, call me by your name. That's what it's called. I, I know it's going to remember it. I, I haven't like, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. No interest. So uh, there is a game that I found that is for Android. Um, sorry, iPhone users. Um, this is a game that you're not going to find in the store. You have to download. Oh, no, it does. Oh, no, it says Mac OS. Sorry. Windows, Mac OS, and Android. No iPhones. Um, it's a game that I'm going to download and try. It's called All Men Are Pigs, a dating simulator game. It looks fascinating. So uh, it looks like fun. I will play it and tell you all about it. Um, some of the characters are um, your boss's boyfriend. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's fun. Uh, looks like a next door neighbor. Oh, a roommate type. It looks kind of uh, weird. There's the, the bearded um, kind of uh, rough around the edges. Um, he has his mysteries. Uh Yet he knows exactly how to get involved. Okay, well. And then there's the pretty guy who knows he's pretty. Um, ooh, there's the self-made businessman, because everyone has that thing for the, the Fifty Shades of Grey fantasy. And then there is the closet case. The hot Turkish daddy who's on the down low. Okay, so I'm going to give this game a try. And the non-romanceable characters is your boss uh, uh, named Maria and your drag queen friend toxic <laughs> oh my god this game looks so ridiculous and fun so uh check it out all men are pigs this is not a <laughs> this is not a uh i'm not being paid to say this but i'm gonna try it and if you want to pay me i will talk about it <laughs> yes uh so what i didn't know and i honestly what i did not know and i had a moment because i just realized it one, I've been at my new job for two years <laughs> this week, um, which shocked me that it's been two years. And... Okay, with the program, me has no one is so rich as to throw away a friend. You know how... Everybody knows what that's from. Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar, is 25 years old. Now, I love that movie. I saw that movie in movie theaters. Like, how my mother didn't know. Well, here's the thing. She always knew. How did I not know that my mother knew? She took me to go see this movie. So wait, this movie came out. Wait, wait, what year did this movie come out? It came out in the 1990s. I know that. I was 10 or 11 when this movie came out, right? 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 Something like that? See how my voice goes up? I think. Yeah, it came out in 1995, which means I was 11 years old. My mother took an 11-year-old to go see a movie about three drag queens, and I didn't think she knew. Wow. Okay. This movie's great. I wore out the VHS tape from watching it so much that they had to get me another one. Oh, I love this movie so much. I've, con I've committed sections to memory. Uh, it's so good. So... They did this interview, which I strongly suggest everyone go to Yahoo Entertainment and listen to this interview that John Leguizamo did talking about this movie and how kind of iconic it was, um, which I know that some people don't like it. Some people call it the, the Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert knockoff. Okay, fine. Um, but I, will, I respect the fact that, first of all, these were two major actors and an up-and-coming actor playing these characters and not making fun of them. 
Like, you know those times where you see the, the guys dressed up as girls and it's meant to be a joke. These three characters were completely serious. Uh, these actors were completely serious about playing these characters right. And so uh, what the story that you get uh, from listening to John Leguizamo tell us is that he had a little bit of a run-in with Patrick Swayze because Patrick Swayze is all about the script and really like sticking to the script. And John Leguizamo, who is an up-and-comer, is all about the comedy, all about the improv. So he would improvise lines to see what would work. And honestly, those are great if you're with the right people, but I can see where that would cause some problems. And then they all laughed because they're all in hot pants and high heels and then they move on with their lives. Uh, so I, <laughs> I love it's great. Listen to the interview. It's actually a pretty good interview. They talked about going to clubs um, and RuPaul was there. Lady Bunny was there. All these kind of major drag queens and how accepting everyone was. So I love that movie. I think I have to go watch that movie like right now because it's so good. I, I miss it. If you have not seen it, Go watch it. It's it's fun. It's silly. Um, I and it holds up mostly. There's a couple of moments um, that aren't great, but it's held up pretty well. I think. <laughs> I have to go watch it now to make sure. Okay. So from those of you who actually go and get the games that I'm constantly telling you guys all about. Um, so if you go to Epic Games this week, the Epic Games, um, there are two different ones. I'm actually buying them right now. Uh, so one of them is Railway Empire, which has this um, kind of, it, it looks like it's one of those kind of simulation games where you're building an, a, a railroad. I, I don't know what other, <laughs> what other thing there is other than building a railroad. Uh, I'm sure that there's some type of built-in story. And then another game that's called Where the Water Tastes Like Wine, which looks like, I'm not sure what this is. Uh, it, it looks like you, it looks kind of text-based with really weird animation, um, but it's interesting and it's free. So I'm all about a free game. So check out a free game. I'm just collecting them. Just go out and, and honestly, with everything going on with Fortnite and Apple, I am supporting Epic Games as much as I can. I mean, I bought actual games from them and I, and I'm still, I'm, I'm on that line. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go <laughs> get Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla. I'm, I want it, though. I'm so tempted. Oh, but I'm not paying $115 for the high edition, which I know that I'll want. No. Other things to buy. She's probably playing WoW or something. <laughs> Job's done. Me not that kind of orc. Okay, darling. So we're going to talk a little bit more about World of Warcraft, and we're going to get into the First War. Now, last week we talked about the two factions, the Horde and the Alliance. Well, this is kind of the First War, where it all began. So Warcraft Orcs versus Humans came out in 1994. It was the first game in the series um, that introduced you to the world of Azeroth. So <laughs> uh, it was also uh, the movie is kind of loosely based on this game and on the world of warcraft's lore built around this game so i'm going to try and give you guys as much detail as possible but sometimes when i get a little hectic and crazy i get like in really deep into the woods so uh thanks to wow wiki which is a, a really great fandom uh fan led fandom site um best lore out there so let's start off with the two sides here you got the orcs uh, are on their home planet of draenor they are being corrupted by a group called the Burning Legion. Now, the Burning Legion are demons being led by a dark titan, kind of this great 
evil cosmic force. They want Azeroth. Azeroth has its mysteries. They want Azeroth. So they're going to use the demons to, they're going to use the orcs to get it. So they convince the orcs to drink the blood of Manoroth, which is a demon. And now the orcs are under the demon's control. Their skin has become green. They are whipped up into a frenzy and ready to fight. Now they are led by a war chief, but that war chief is the puppet of the Shadow Council. The Shadow Council is a group of warlocks that are pulling the strings and are very deeply in the pocket of the Burning Legion. Okay. Now, on the opposite end, on Azeroth, you have the human kingdom of Stormwind with its king, Adamant Wren III. So, the important people there, uh, Anduin Lothar, who's a paladin, um, Lane Wren I, and the biggest one, the biggest pain in the ass, is Medivh. Now, Medivh is a wizard, um, the union of a court conjurer and a mysterious traveler, very powerful sorcerer. So he falls into a coma, and while unconscious, he has a connection with Gul'dan all the way in Draenor and showing him visions of Azeroth, vast with resources, that can be taken. So he wakes from his coma, and he starts work on the Dark Portal. Now the Dark Portal is going to connect Azeroth with Draenor. So when the Dark Portal is opened... Um, in that time that it takes to build it, the orcs have been united, all the various orc tribes have been united into one war, uh, one horde, ready to conquer Azeroth. So their initial battles didn't go very well. They had a couple of small victories, and so they quickly ran to Stormwind Keep, the capital of this, this human uh, kingdom here, only to be catastrophically uh, defeated like the proportions like there were way more humans ready to fight um the few that survived few orcs few orcs survived okay so horde is humiliated they go into hiding humans still have no idea first of all what the fuck these things are and where they came from so there's this weird moment so Horde is humiliated. They start turning on each other. Gul'dan manipulates the head of the, the war chief called Blackhand the Destroyer, who is the new war chief, to rally all the clans back together and prepare them for a new assault on Azeroth. So they begin their raiding activities doing small outlying human settlements near the Black Morass, which is the area where the Dark Portal was constructed. Now, at that same time, Medivh sent Gul'dan another vision, telling him about the tomb of Sargeras and Sargeras and, and it, the power that it contains. So the orcs began going out there, surging through Azeroth, small towns, villages, plundering everything in their path, these small little towns. Now, Anduin Lothar, the paladin, realizes Medivh's betrayal. At this moment, he's like, what the fuck? Like, why would you sell out your entire planet to these things? So they lead a small band of warriors to Medivh's tower to confront him. So it's Lothar and Khadgar, who is uh, Medivh's kind of student, kind of trainee, um, and they are able to slay Medivh. But the spirit, you find out that the spirit of Sargeras, um, this member of the Burning Legion, has possessed Medivh, which is why he did these terrible things. Medivh is slain. 
Gul'dan falls into a coma while trying to search Medivh's mind for the location of the tomb of Sargeras, where he's going to get this amazing power. Well, while he's in a coma, there's the all shittery of all shittery. So Ogrim Doomhammer, which we talked about last week, Ogrim Doomhammer, who is who goes on to eventually be the slayer of Manoroth, the freer of the orcs, the greatest, uh, the capital city of the orcish world in Azeroth is named Ogrimmar after Ogrim Doomhammer. He slays Blackhand, the puppet uh, war chief, and he uh, becomes the new war chief of the Horde. So they continue on. Stormwind Keep eventually falls. Uh, King Lane is slain by a half-orc named Garona, who had been helping them previously. Shit gets crazy. So they have to flee north. So the humans, at this moment, the humans are fleeing north because their main city is in flames. Duratan, who is the chief of the Frostwolf clan, and his mate Draka, they want to meet with Ogrim. Uh, uh, they want to meet with with Ogrim Doomhammer, and they tell him like, Gul'dan is trying to destroy us. He's not loyal to you. You need to take him out, and then they leave to go home. Now Duratan, now Duratan and Draka, they're important because these are the parents of Thrall. Thrall or Goel is the orc who eventually becomes the leader of the Horde. In the world of Warcraft. Now we'll definitely get him. He is He's definitely a figure that you're going to know about when we get to the Third War. Huge figure. Very important. Amazing. One of my favorite characters. They go. They tell Ogrim Doomhammer. Like Gul'dan's fucking crazy. You need to take him out. On their way back. Um, orcs that are loyal to Gul'dan. Kill them both. And then very like Prince of Egypt. Put him in a basket. Send him down the river like... I can hear the music in my head. You got, you can hear the music in your head, right? Um, like in the reeds, like sending them out, like it's Moses. Um, uh, but then Draka dies. So that young orc is quickly discovered and saved by a band of humans uh, under the command of Adalus Blackmore, and the infant is taken as a slave and given the name of Thrall. That's how. And so that's where. So. Draka and Duratan don't even know, they don't even know that their child survived, they're gone. So spies, loyal to Ogrim, capture and torture Garona, and in her agony, she reveals the existence of the Shadow Council. Everyone knew about Gul'dan, because Gul'dan was a big figure, but they didn't realize that Gul'dan was part of this greater organization called the Shadow Council that was pretty much pulling all the strings in the Horde. Doomhammer dispatches his elite people to go after them and slay them all. They slayed as many... Uh, members of the Shadow Council as they could find. And they capture Gul'dan, and of course Gul'dan weasels out of it, and Doomhammer accepts and grants him mercy. First of all, huge mistake. That's a mistake that we are paying for years, years later, okay? we An expansion ago <laughs> is when we finally dealt with it. I mean, really, like, Doomhammer should have put him down when he had the chance. So the only warlocks that survived is Gul'dan and Cho'gal. Cho'gal is a um, ogre with two heads. Kind of amazing. Um, so the two of them survive. And now this new horde being led by Ogrim Doomhammer is now preparing 
to go after the humans that fled north to Lordaeron. Anduin Lothar has no choice when the war is lost. Gets as many people as they can. They sail north to the kingdom of Lordaeron and beseech King Terranus Menethil II. Remember that name. It's very important when we just when we get to the third war. Very important. Following this like crazy speech, Terranus calls on this emergency council. He calls out to all the kingdom, human kingdoms that there are. Stromgard, Colteris, Alterac, Gilneas, and Dalaran. Now Dalaran is a city of, of wizards. Most of the human nations are like, okay, yes, we obviously need to be band together. We don't know what the hell these things are, where they came from, but they're obviously a big enough threat because they took out an entire human kingdom. Except for Alterac and Gilneas. Gilneas is like, eh, we can go it alone. What people don't know is they're slowly being turned into werewolves. So they've locked themselves away, and Alterac, those have always been dickheads, and their entire kingdom was destroyed in the next war. The humans that were willing to band together make preparations for the second war. So now you've got both sides preparing for the second war that will further take us into the weeds here and will further set us up for the World of Warcraft. So um, I, <laughs> I hope this was entertaining. I get so excited when I think talk about this stuff. I find this so interesting. Now, there, I mean, th- I, I could go battle by battle. Like you can get really deep in the woods here. There is so much, I mean, Medivh's story alone is, like, deep. Like, there's so much to Medivh. Garona and and Garona's whole story, Garona was willing to, was helping the humans and was happy to help the humans. But she was kind of brainwashed and triggered and then did as she was programmed to do and killed king lane so um and if you ever saw the movie this is kind of this is where that that those scenes are coming into okay with the program me has no one is so rich as to throw away a friend you know how well thank you so much chi chi you are exactly right my friends and darlings thank you so much for listening to another episode of the donna sugar show you can download these episodes anywhere you can find podcasts online and darlings i love to hear from you so give me a call at 716-236-8599 leave me a voicemail me at DonnaSugars.com or find me online at Twitter and Instagram at DonnaSugars and on Facebook at the Donna Sugar Show Facebook page. Or find me on Pinterest at DonnaSugars. Pinterest, where I can waste three hours looking at recipes for foods that I'm never going to cook because I'm too lazy. Hey, Pinterest, what else are you going to do with your free time? Kisses, darlings. Mwah. Bye. And if you enjoyed this background music, check it out on Audio Library on YouTube. Just search Friendship by Declan DP. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.